Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. So this is part two of our wrestling recap, and we're going to move right out of that into the wrestling news. So let's get into it. Batman's got a dozen all of us. <laughs> I fucking love every minute of it. You say Batman sucks, you're an asshole, and you yes. just don't know good comics. Fuck you, shit. So, um, <laughs> Like go watch go watch MLW. It was so fun this week and they like all Dynasty takes turns on commentary and it's like the, oh, the guys on com no, but the guys on commentary on MLW, I really need to learn their names. They I are like so, them a lot. They're funny. They are they they're funny without trying hard. They're very like they're kinda like us. They're very dry, they're very sarcastic, like they they don't overact. They react, but they don't overreact. They build up the heels. They build up the faces. Like they're neutral. Like there's not a heel commentator and a face commentator. It's just like, hey, let's just sound like two fans talking about wrestling. And they don't like if it's a heel person that's guest commentating with them, they don't let the heel speak over them. I think it was like when Holiday was on. Um, commentary i forgot like he was running his mouth and like one of the guys were like okay sh- yeah sure sure you do like i'm like oh my god <laughs> he's kind of they're just smart asses and they're just like yeah mjf's an asshole like mace warner's right <laughs> we all hate mjf ah fuck off <laughs> we do you love him, but I, I, I don't. I, I severely hate Jim JF for a good reason. It's not like he hasn't given me a reason to not like him. Him and his mutton chop sideburns. Leave the mutton chop sideburns alone. They're oh, horrible, on, and he's horrible. They're horrible, and he's horrible. Stop it. <laughs> you know what? Stop it. No. Fucking Adam Cole. Iron Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> I fucked Tommaso oh, Ciampa, and I didn't say. I, okay, first of all, since she wants to bring it up, yes, I like Ciampa. You don't have to like him, but Ciampa's I good. Okay, I don't. I like Cole, but there's only certain aspects of him I can take. I think Cole's head is too big for his fucking body. His head is huge. <laughs> him. And Jordan Devlin have massive heads. I'm like, you guys. Jordan Devlin is almost a bobblehead. Yes. <laughs> like, you're huge. What is going on? Like, oh my God. Like, I Those swear. Poor mothers. Yeah. And, and he, if he was natural, Jesus, Mary <laughs> Joseph. God, you have no walls left. None. There's no friction. You can't have anything. Not with that kind of head. It's just the cold head just as big. It's just a little bit smaller. Coming out of that birth canal, it can't be feel no better. So (laughs) God in heaven. Heaven forbid if Britt Baker should get pregnant. Y'all have a big head ass baby. Y'all gonna have problems. You understand me? Dad, don't come for their future children now. Come on. I'm I'm not coming for the baby. She gonna have to hold her coochie together, like pinch the lips to 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 keep that sheet. 
the memory for the muscle shit to come back. That baby head is as big as Cole's. That didn't help you. And your and your private parts. Cause girl. Oh God. I hate I hate you. I hate you so much. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. I'm just saying shit. Now watch, ain't nobody gonna say shit about that. They're gonna be like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> soon as you get sticky Bella, I can't believe you did that. Oh my god! I mean, like, mm-hmm. selective outrage. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody watch N- NWA this week? Um, it was just like a recap. It wasn't like an actual episode. Oh, um, that's right. They're coming back uh, this week, which I'm yeah. pretty stoked. I'm gonna have to watch it. And I've subscribed to the channel. I just haven't. Oh, uh, I've been out of it all week. I would yeah, go to I bed think... and wake up, and it'd be ten o'clock at night. It'd be in like those colder yeah. fogs. Just hey, man, no, no worries. Like everybody, we get this weather's been kicking everybody's ass. So like, I think uh, when they come back, Molina and Thunder Rosa are gonna be going for the um, women's title. I really yeah. hope they don't. Oh, um, if they give it to Molina, I'm going to have to go back to not watching NWA again, which sucks, because I love what? it. Because I don't want, I don't, I'm not surprised the story on Molina hasn't gotten bigger, like what she said and what she's done, because people are still supporting her, and I'm just like, dude. Well, I say you watch what you want. Like, you don't want to watch Molina stuff, fast forward through it. You know, but if you like NWA Power, don't let her ruin a good show. Like, I can understand why Nicole quit watching um, MLW when uh, Jim Cornette was on there because he was doing the commentary. So you had to listen to him throughout the show. But Melina's only one part of the show. She's not like the whole show. So unless she's wrestling some big match or whatever... You can always, like, fast-forward through her stuff and just continue to watch James Storm and Nick Aldi and all of those guys. I wouldn't let her ruin the entire batch. Like, you get a bad, you get one bad apple. (laughs) You get one bad apple and a bunch of apples, you don't throw out the whole bunch. You just throw out that apple. So True. I wish she get thrown out. Just just (laughs) throw her away. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't worry too much about Melina. Um, she said what she said. She stood by it. That that's why I just say if you don't like what she said, you don't have to support her. I wouldn't like go so far as to cut everybody else out because they didn't do anything wrong. She's the one who's supporting the guy who's been accused of assault and rape and all of that. So let that be her cross to bear, not everybody else's. So just don't follow her on Twitter. Don't support where she goes. If she show up to Comic-Con, walk past her booth and go to somebody else's. You know what I'm saying? They got Wrestling Con and all this other shit. Just don't support her when she had that stuff. That's why I say I don't, I don't have to cancel anybody. Because all I do is if I don't like what you say, I don't like what you do, I'm just not going to fuck with you. Well, I hate to say it, guys, and I'm probably going to get, like, 
fired from the freelance work that we do on the show. Um, AEW was actually really good this week. I'm not um, surprised. Oh no, it was good actually. It was I don't really have with- okay. I'm just gonna like not hide in my bunker anymore. Um, <laughs> I I caught myself like flipping back and forth between um, AEW and NXT. Uh-huh. Get when they were on when they were each on commercial breaks. And honestly, the shows on Wednesday, I can the two shows I watched on Wednesday, which is what four hours was mm-hmm. way better than anything they did on Monday. And a little bit on Friday, but I'm going to say the Wednesday shows were definitely better than the Monday show. I'm not surprised by that. And, I mean, NXT, I mean, not NXT, but AEW really rolled out. Like, their first match was, like, a 10-man tag team tournament, and they had all the tag teams come out, and I, and they went out, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I got... Well, what did they do that eight, for? To see who would be the number one contenders for the uh, AEW tag belts. For they, the Revolution um, they, pay-per-view? Yeah. Oh, and, okay. of course, the Young Bucks won it. Big shocker there. So we're going to keep going with this elite bullshit. I have a okay. question, though. Not to, not to stop you telling the no, recap. Sorry. Did SCU get to have a rematch for their titles? Or did they just drop the titles to Omega and Pat and um, Hangman? I think they got a re. I want to say they did get a rematch, which I want to. But right now, SCU, I think they're kind of trying to do like the whole is Christopher Daniels like the leader of the Dark Order thing and uh-huh. trying to put like trying to put a lot of doubt in that team. But I um, knew that they were going with that angle. I did see that, but I was just curious because I just kept. I didn't understand how how Hangman and and Omega got the titles in the first place, so I was unclear as to how they got the titles and if SCU got a rematch with the titles. Basically, how that gonna work? Basically, the whole thing was just like, from what I remember, because I actually was not drinking this week. I watched this sober, <laughs> so that was a. First in a couple of weeks, I'm not going to lie. I think it was just, like, Kenny was trying to, because, like, Kenny was at, like, was stagnant, and Adam Page is kind of just pretty much, like, these are the, like, everyone's like, why is he getting a drinking problem? Like, well, wouldn't you be if you were tired of hanging around the Young Bucks after all these years? (laughs) Like, it's like what Nicole said, like, I'm stuck with you assholes. Like, I have to deal with you on a daily basis. I'm not doing it sober. That's it. That's why he <laughs> drinks so much. He's tired. Like, he's, wow. he just wants to go home. He just wants to go home. He wants to play. He just wants to do cowboy shit. And he just wants to drink beer. And I can honestly, I can honestly do that. I just want to meet the person who is doing the, like, you know, when they come out and they do, like, the name tag on TV, the nameplate. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like in AEW they have like the really s- sarcastic smart ass things. It's just like, um, like especially for Adam Page, it was like because him and Kenny were going up against the Lucha Brothers, which I will watch the Lucha Brothers any day of the freaking week, especially Pentagon. Um, and uh, it was like came out and it's. Like, and I was like, if you read it, it said like, como, se va, uh, como de sal, I can't speak Spanish, so please don't come for me, but it's like, 
Como desa yeehaw. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. It was like, because these people come up with like the weirdest ass captions sometimes. And it was like, um, like one was like, it was like before Christmas, the Christmas break. And it was like, I don't know, just say something like Mary Yeehamas or something like that. It was just so stupid. If you ever read the, if you ever read the top of it, it's just it, like the on top of like the nameplate. It's just some of the stupidest stuff, and I'm just like, you know, between this and then some, the people who run the the Fox uh the Fox account, Fox SmackDown account, they need to meet up because they don't do it all the time, but when they do do it, it's fucking hilarious. Just like I can't with you guys. <laughs> um, what was one of them like? I was like. Sammy Guevara, like something like, cause he he does a blog that's actually kind of funny, and it's like backstage at AEW shows, so people are like they're kind of in character, but they're kind of out of it. Like he just walks by, like Jimmy Havoc's beating the crap out of this guy, and he goes, "Hey Jimmy, which way to the, the dressing rooms?" And he goes, "Oh," and like Jimmy stops beating him up, and like proper British gentleman's like, "Oh, I go down here and then take a right." He goes, "Okay, thanks," and then you know just goes back to beating the shit out of the guy. And, like, it's really funny because, like, apparently Sammy and Marco Stunt have, like, this rivalry going on where, like, Marco steals his video camera. It's it's actually really it's funnier than it sounds. It's, like, so, like, at one point, um, Sammy and Hagar was, like, people were walking by them. And, you know, that stupid thing you used to do in, like, middle school where, like, your friend walks by and you have, like, an empty bottle and you throw it at them. And then you yeah. try to act like real innocent. They were doing that to people. <laughs> and Jesus. I was just like, wow, Jack Hagar showing personality. This is a first. Like, he's just yeah. trying to keep from yeah. Boston out laughing. And, like, they do it, like, they do it to one girl. Like, I can't remember. She's like, did you throw this? And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, this is <laughs> shit. You cool. And then they did it to MJF, and it's so funny. Because they throw it at him, and they both, like, put their, you know, backs against the walls, and they're just like, la, 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 la. And he gets so pissed off, and he stuns on the water bottle, and Sammy was like, well, that was fun while it lasted. What else now can we do? <laughs> I'm like, this is some bullshit I did in, like, middle school. And I'm just, it's just, it's like, the out, it's starting, it was fun. Like, and then, um, of course, it was the steel. I thought like this was weird. They had I, I thought for some reason Cody was pulling double duty at Revolution. Don't ask me why. Which what? Let's can, well because I thought like he was gonna have the match with Warlow at Revolution and then the match with NJF. The they made night. it seem like it was honestly that match low key probably should have been at Revolution. Okay, yeah, but then also like, it was I, good that it was on TV so it could get more eyes on Revolution. So it was kind of I, it was like a catch twenty two. I agree. Let's, let's just pause this real quick. And speaking of double nights, on SmackDown, Renee Young was talking to Lacey, mm-hmm. and I loved her outfit, and I would die for it. It was I, gonna, I did see that. It was cute. I saw. I, but she said, I have to take the back seat, so I'm focusing on Elimination Chamber. And we know 
Raw is having a women's elimination chamber match. Mm-hmm. So, and she keeps, Lacey kept mentioning elimination chamber. And I'm like, are they going to have two female elimination chamber matches this year? Exactly. They haven't, even, they haven't even announced the dudes. Like there's, right. As, I, I know there's no elimination chamber match for guys this year that we know of so far. They're going to have one. At bare minimum, they'll have one. More than it's likely, it'll be one to determine somebody, because they already know who um, is going up against Lesnar at WrestleMania. They don't know who they're going up against for Bray Wyatt. Now, we're all expecting Roman to be the guy. But I think at Saudi, they're going to do something strange. I think Goldberg is probably going to end up getting that title at the Saudi show. And, um, you really think you, that? I think so. I think they're, they're, this, it's weird. Because they didn't so have to bring gone. Goldberg in to have him go up against the Fiend in Saudi. They could have had Goldberg, they could have pulled Roman off of Corbin. They could have watched that and let it in at Royal Rumble. They did not have to add this, ta- this match. <laughs> At Saudi, they didn't need it. It was unnecessary. So it seems to me like they had a plan in place for Roman, and they pulled him off of that and started with this The Fiend and Goldberg. It was very much out of left field. And I'm just like, something about this doesn't, it's not right. They're pulling that title off of Bray Wyatt. Whether it's at Saudi or at at WrestleMania, it's happening. But I don't think that Roman is going to be the guy to take it. I just I don't. don't I don't that. think he thinks he can handle being a champion. Yeah. Because yeah, but even Bray Wyatt don't have like the schedule though. The schedule that Wyatt has is it as strenuous as as it was for him being on Raw? Like think True. about how he was champion on Raw. Before we found out he was sick. And think about how the schedule is for SmackDown. It seems like SmackDown is much more laid back than Raw is. So I would think that the schedule for a champion wouldn't be as strenuous. I just think Roman doesn't don't want to be that make that sounds like a proper sentence. I just don't think he wants to put that much stress. I mean, I know we know it's been a, a year and, you know, we're all keeping our fingers crossed for him because or at least I am. I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to chance it because he doesn't want it to flare up again. I think and he I just don't, doesn't want to be champion. I think he likes being where he is. I really can do. I, can I just say something that might be seriously unpopular? Right. I mean. Well, I already said it and pissed off half of Instagram, so yay me. Um, I, 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 God, I'm going to get shit for this. Oh, please. Oh, Why God. am I seeing Roman Reigns wrestle more on TV than I am seeing the actual Universal Champ? I mean, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm, Bray, I'm not saying Bray's like Lesnar because Bray actually shows up to work. But the only time I've ever seen him wrestle is on pay-per-views. I've never, like, I have not seen him as Bray Wyatt 
or as The Fiend wrestle once on a SmackDown, unless you count the whole light shutting off, him appearing, beating the shit out of somebody, and then disappearing again. Well, that that was my point. If the booking is like Bray's, then it's not stressful. But because Roman is a workhorse, he will not allow himself to be put on the back burner or that title. He's not like Lesnar. That title means something, even though he understands that this plays out like a script, like a movie. He understands that. But at the end of the day, you have to be the guy. So if he's going to hold that title, he's going to 100 percent be the guy. He's going to have his ass there every week. He ain't going to be sitting at home or doing what Bray's doing. However, to Bray Wyatt's credit, Bray Wyatt has a particular way of doing his character and his persona. So it makes sense why he's not wrestling on television every week. Are you honestly going to sit and watch The Fiend wrestle every week or watch Bray Wyatt wrestle every single week? He's there, though. It's not like he's not there. He's there. But you guys complain out when The Fiend wrestles and he has that red ominous light, which, by the way, they are going to wrestle under that light at the Saudi show. Yeah, uh, they they haven't well they haven't done that the last they didn't do it at um they didn't Royal do it at Rumble. Royal Rumble and the reason why is because Daniel felt like wrestling under the light would take away from the brutality of the match and how it was supposed to appear. He's so not so they did the light they did it without the light this time. Fine. I didn't have a problem with it. I actually preferred it, and it did make the match look better. But they are going to wrestle under that ominous light again at the Saudi show. But like I, I said, I, I I get I get the reasoning behind Bray, why Bray Wyatt would not wrestle every week. But at least he's seen. At least he makes his presence known. At least he continues to push the feud forward, whether it's the sneak attacks, like with Miz, he had sneak attacks going, he had all types of shit, you know, but and that hurts my hand. That I I don't I don't see Roman being champion for a while. I think that Roman is I think Roman's probably gonna wrestle Goldberg at WrestleMania. Uh, and somebody uh, else is going up against the fiend. Do we really need? I I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I'll just say this, and we'll get back to AEW. I really don't want to see that. I don't want to see Goldberg versus Roman. I really um, fucking don't. I don't want to see Goldberg wrestle at all. Like Grandpa, you gonna knock yourself out again? Well, like, come on, that was a mistake. Like, <laughs> I know, but it's just like, dude, you're wrestling in like 112 plus degree heat. You're no offense, Goldberg looks amazing. He's like what, 50? I don't oh, like that. Need a red though. Like you're supposed. Oh, that nigga's old. You're so wrong. Y'all are so wrong. No, <laughs> I just he's You can't bang his head on the. No, I'm not going to tell this joke. It's real fucked up. <laughs> um, 
Well, no, because he got – he needs to be careful because if you all remember back to WC – I'm showing my age again. If you guys think back to WCW, he got knocked the fuck out when he spe- when he tried to spear Bret Hart. And, like, go- he was laying there, and when Bret Hart got up because he was wearing a hockey jersey and he lifted the shirt up and there was, like, a metal plate strapped to his, like, ch- like to his stomach. Well, Goldberg hit his head and kind of gave him a mild concussion. I wonder if that was a part of the plan. Uh, well, that probably was, but I don't think the concussion was part of it. Concussion. <laughs> um, this is real tasteless. I'm fucking saying it anyways. I was like, <laughs> oh, work needs to be done because he can't keep banging his head all over shit. WWE cannot afford an Aaron Hernandez-like documentary on Netflix right now. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. Oh. Damn, I felt that one in my soul. Oh. <laughs> well, now think about it. Goldberg has, like, <laughs> didn't he, like, hit his head on a door and his head, like, he cut his head open and he was, like, bleeding like crazy by the time he got to the ring? Yeah, he didn't feel it. That's what happened. You know, was, that's because they were all on perks. Oh, my it, God. Go back and, um, to AEW. Kurt done. Angle, this is real <laughs> fucked. This is honestly, this is real God. messed up, but Kurt Angle's best years in a ring was that he was fucked up on Percocet. No, I'm serious. <laughs> um, we're not promoting drug use, but we're just going to call a thing a thing. That's the same thing. In the 80s, when everybody was giving out them bomb crazy promos, because they was all, all coked up. That's all they gave them. They gave them <laughs> yeah. coffee and cocaine. And they told you, snort in the roids. They said, put this up your, shoot this on your ass, snort this coke, go out there and give a promo. And that's what they did. That's why the promos were so bomb. That's why they were so so angry. I don't, I don't think Roddy Piper was, was doing coke, though, because that man was already, like, unhinged enough. He didn't no, I think Warrior was. And speaking of that, um, somebody you know I follow on Yeah, so I retweeted this um, that um, War. It was basically like this guy. He just like did like a like a whole line of coke in like 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 a second, and then <laughs> um, the guy followed. It was like a Warrior before he went out and did his promos. <laughs> That is so dead ass wrong. We are moving on. Anyway, back to AW. So, um, we talk about Elimination Chamber. Next thing you know, we're talking about snorting cocaine on this show. What the fuck are we doing? Well, anyway. Don't blame me. Blame yourself. It's really good. Um, They're trying to build up their women's division now. Nyla Rose was there. Um, So, we did see our champion. Um, it was like Shauna and uh, Chris going at it. Great match. Um, I think oh, they realized Shana, I'm standing her. I'm yeah. Shauna. No, you know okay. why? Because she has a fucking Dragon Ball Z gimmick. I'll get behind anybody. Her gear <laughs> is Goku's. It's so cool. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like Nicole is freaking out right now. I I, I love it. I love it I when they show their. Was cool. It's so it cute. Uh, it was well, a great match it's because she does, um, and also she did a spirit bomb, and quite a few people yep. didn't catch it right away. 
You know, um, like how Goku would put his hands up to collect people's energy for the spirit bomb. No and way. A couple she people did. didn't catch it. And I was looking, I was like, is she doing a damn spirit? And then she retweeted it and she said, yeah. She was like, I was. And she was like, everyone give me your energy. I was like, I'm, was like, I'm buying this bitch t-shirt. Absolutely I need not. a tweet. I'm dead. No. I love it. I, mean, I yeah. love it. Um, but uh, Dynamo was really good. Uh, if you can be able to go back and watch it, watch it. Dark was good too. Jimmy Havoc and Sunny Kiss can always go at it for me. Um, yeah. Literally. To the main event. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it's so funny because, like, you know, here comes Jimmy. He's all got down. And here comes our, our happy. Happy little ray of sunshine known as Sunny Kiss. And, um, and it's just like, it just makes me think of that meme where it's like the two houses and the one is like pink and purple. And then like the other one's just like jet black. And they're like, the house when Sunny Kiss and Jimmy have a crustle. <laughs> um, but so literally, it's the first it's ever cage match in AEW. So the match is really hype. Uh, Wardlow versus Cody. Cody wins. I mean, there's a lot on the line in this. Like, if Cody wins, he gets his hand on Wardlow's from Ohio. Yes. No way. The reason why Nicole loves him. Are you kidding? He's from Cleveland. No! Mm-hmm. I did not said, know that. I didn't know that a- either until they said, I said Ohio. And I googled wow. it, and he's billed for Cleveland. I said, "Huh?" Oh shit! Oh, Jesus. Anyway, like this was like a, so. This match was like the big hype match. Like everyone was looking, like everyone was just going crazy for it. And of course, you know, Cody's coming out. He's the hometown hero because they're in Georgia. Um, five seconds. Don't in, they so live there? Speaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's well, he's from Georgia. So that's why he got like the big hero welcome and stuff. I thought so too. And he's from him. there. Like he grew up there or or, or something. Was he um, born in North Carolina or he was born in Georgia? Uh, I'll check it. North but Carolina, you want to bring up Booker? Shut up! That's Petey Pablo right there. <laughs> but, um... Waving like a helicopter. Alexis is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he was he was born in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh. Or Charleston. Charleston, North Carolina. Excuse me. So, okay. um... So, so this... But he lives... He lives in Georgia, though, right now. Is Jacksonville where AEW is, is basically only, like, a couple hours drive, because it's, like, up there. Um, uh, this was actually really good. Like, MJF's out there. Um, five seconds into the match, Cody's bleeding. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, goddamn, Cody. real quick. So, yeah. It was really good, because MJF's trying to turn, because at one point, Cody's trying to get through the door, and Arn's, like, open the door for him, and, you know, Cody's telling him, nah, shut the door, shut the door, and, like, MJF comes around, and he starts yelling at Arn, he's like, do it, what you, what you did, it was daddy, because, you know, Four Horsemen versus Dusty Rhodes, 
Mm-hmm. And Arn just slams the door in NJF and sends him flying. <laughs> I was laughing. I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, this whole match was really good. But here's here's the part I want to talk about. So we we gave Brand we've given Brandy a lot of crap. Not gonna lie. That whole yeah. nightmare collective thing. Oh, she came she- in clutch. She came out looking amazing, and I understand, like, looking back, she was trying to, you know, break away from being more than just Cody's wife. We were giving her shit for it, but, like, I can understand what she was trying to do. It didn't work out, and, you know, whatever. More power. She she at least tried it, you know, so we can't take that away from her. Um, so MJF's trying to climb up the old, old girl came out looking great. First of all, she's got like a mini skirt on. She's not wearing a bodysuit. She just looks like her hair looks, she looks good. Like her and Cody were going to go out like afterwards. I want to know where she got them pink boots at though. Cause oh, I need before, those. Before you life. start, I think this is like the cutest thing and he always does this to her. But um, when they were, when they showed footage of them walking in with Pharaoh, I love Pharaoh so much. And he was walking. He always kisses her. He kissed her hand. I think that's so cute. He does it all the time. Yeah, cute. I think it's yeah. just like his. It's adorable. Like, oh, I, I, I think because it's just so old school and you don't see it anymore. So like, I mean, you said it what last week, a couple weeks ago. Like, he cherishes Brandy. Like. You know, he's like, he's not going to let anything happen to her, like, ever. And if he does, we're all coming for him. We're just As he should, get... he should cherish her. That's his wife. So, I don't blame him. Some wrestling dudes, they, uh, they like to have a wondering eye. But, so, Brady comes out, and I'm like, okay, she's going to, she's going to get involved. What's she going to do? Because the rumor was, she's going to turn on Cody inside with MJF. I'm like, no, she ain't gonna. Yeah, that was a rumor that I read online that she was gonna turn on Cody and side with the Jeff. And I'm like, there's no way. Because we didn't know how we all knew that Cody was gonna win. But come on. It It was actually like a couple points in the match where I was just like, damn, like this is getting a little too close for my liking. Um, so MJF starts. To climb the climb the cage, Brandy gets a chair. And granted, not strongest smack in the world, but it's a hell of a lot better than what Jericho did that one time. And she like takes the chair and she just cracks it in the back of like MJF's back. And I'm just oh, like, shit. oh damn, like, where is this Brandy? And he gets down and he starts yelling at her and he you, you hear it and he goes, are you crazy? She goes, hell yeah, I'm crazy. And it looks like he's going to hit her. And she's just standing there like, I dare you. I dare you to hit me. And I was just like, oh shit. And then <laughs> Arn comes out of nowhere and affects the shit out of him. And I'm just like, where has this Brandy been? Because she's just standing there yelling at NJF. And I'm just like, I can get behind this girl. Like, I can get behind this Brandy Rose. <laughs> And um, can we just talk mm-hmm. about the moonsault that Cody did? I and I'm not. He 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 scares me. I think he's gonna like. He's gonna die in that wrestling. He's gonna die in a wrestling ring. Like I I'm not trying to sound. I did see him do that moonsault, and I, it was good, but he broke his toe. 
Oh, he got a picture on his Instagram. He got a picture on Instagram of his foot, and he lost his toenail. But the rest of his nails is yellow. I'm like, you might need some of that linocaine because um, <laughs> you got a fungus, boo boo. Your toenails is not supposed to be yellow. No sir. Like go go get a, go with me. I'm Brady. eating. Please go stop your... talking about that. <laughs> I'm serious. This um, is disgusting. So, I'm thinking about it now. I the way like they showed it in a couple of angles to like I know this is gonna sound weird, but it didn't look real. It's like someone like took a crash test dummy that looked like Cody Rhodes and threw it. What off do you mean, Darby Allen? We might most son out of this, okay? Yeah, I can't stand Darby <laughs> Allen. Through Shane the Devil, Alexis. <laughs> Leave my emo son alone. But no, when he does his shit, it always looks like he's about to die. Well, Every okay. time. I get that. That trombone scares the shit out of me. I swear. It's called, it's called a coffin drop. But, I like... It. I hate but it. But, like, just watching it again, because, like, I'm like, oh, my God. He, like, I'm screaming when he did it. Because it looked, first of all, it looked seriously unsafe. And I'm just like... What the fuck is he doing? He's gonna die. And then like the more they showed it at an angle, it didn't look it didn't look real to me. It's like someone CGI'd Cody into the shot because they would rewind it. And I'm just like, wait, this don't look real. Did someone just like throw like a, a dummy off the off the cage? And it was it was so it was so weird, but I'm just that moonsault scared the shit out of me. So, mm-hmm. you know, Cody Cody stands tall at the end of the day and he's yelling at Max, like, what's my name? What's my name, bitch? And I'm just like, you sure you guys don't need to be kink-shamed? I know it's 2020, but, um... <laughs> you sure about that? Let them do, let them, do them. I'm just going to let the fiction write itself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, so... Uh, one of Nicole's favorite dudes showed up this week, Jeff Cobb. He was contracted by Chris Jericho to take out Mox, which... Shout out to Jeff really Cobb good. for talking to me. <laughs> um, that was actually really good. It, um, of course, you know, Mox... Of, I, I kind of wanted to see Cobb get over on Mox because I want to see more of them going at each other because, like, Mox was doing like technical shit, like submissions and stuff, and I'm just like, when's the last time well, John Mox did a submission? <laughs> like, he was doing submission in these tight ass jeans. Not that I'm complaining, <laughs> but it's just like, when's the last time we seen like even when he was Ambrose, we never saw him do like submission shit. If we did, it was very very rare, and it was usually like a sharpshooter, you know, or something that somebody always does, like a Boston crab. But he was doing like, I was like, he was like doing technical shit. And then like the inner circle came out and they were beating on him. And then like people were coming out. Oh, Dustin came out to to help Mox. He was taking on um, Jack Hager. And then like, I think the Young Bucks came out to take out um, Santana. And I can't, I don't remember. I know someone took out Santana Ortiz. And then, like, they're kind of building, like, an army, kind of. Because, again, Darby Allen got taken out a while because he got jumped by the inner circle and had his throat slammed down on his skateboard, which that 
hurts. He came back, and I swear that kid got the largest like reaction out of anybody in that he show. Does. He, he does. Like, they he, like that suicidal shit. It's so <laughs> fucking. Open. It's so. It's just like he, and him and for. There is a picture I need to send you guys. Speaking of uh, Darby Allen, I guess uh, his wife. Uh, Priscilla Kelly and Orange Cassidy were in an intergender tag match. They were in some sort of a match together. Mm-hmm. And they swapped wrestling gears. So here comes Priscilla dressed up like, you know, Orange Cassidy with the sunglasses and everything. And um, Orange comes out dressed as Priscilla Kelly. <laughs> it's, I love Priscilla <laughs> Kelly so much. The weirdest fucking I think thing. I love She's Priscilla beautiful. so much that's why I don't care for her husband. Is because all <laughs> my love is directed to like one person in that family. Well they were they were a stable with Jimmy Havoc in MLW for a while, like a very sh- like well, for a little bit. And I'm like, can we I have this? Will in acknowledge MLW? Jimmy Havoc and yeah, because they need to do something with Jimmy Havoc because Jesus Christ, he hasn't been doing shit. Literally, he yeah. hasn't been doing anything. Well, he was gone for two months, and then he came back and he, with that match I with Sonny Kiss. On, and then he, I forgot he was on AEW until I saw yeah. him again. Well, they were doing that thing where it was like he was using his staple gun, and every time he did it, he would get fined $10,000. And the last time he was on Dynamite, he was going around just stapling like checks made out of $10,000 to like people's foreheads. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then he just kind of vanished, and I'm like, oh, okay, where did Jimmy have it go? And, you know, he had, like, other stuff to, to do. Um, but I'm just like, all right, did y'all, get this, did y'all know Jimmy Havoc used to be a substitute teacher of all fucking things? Or a teacher? Teacher or substitute teacher, I can't remember. But he used to teach. Like, imagine yeah. walking into your homeroom and seeing that for your Jimmy teacher. Jimmy Havoc like, teacher. Yeah. I'd be like, this is rad. <laughs> like, like a lot. But no, it's just that was just really weird. I don't know if it's just because he had a good run in MLW and a lot of MLW people are in, in AEW. But I'm like, can I just have like, because he was on a like a podcast was like Metal Hammer or something, and he actually like answered one of my the question I said in. So hey, fangirl moment. And they're like, well, what would you? would you ever want to do a staple? And he's, yeah, I would want to name it after an AFI song called the lost, like the lost souls or the lost ones or something like that. It's late. I can't remember. And I'm like, okay, well you have, you have Darby Crash or Darby Allen. You have Priscilla Kelly. You have you add one more person and there you go. Or hell, just call y'all that now. Like shit. I I really want, I really want Priscilla Kelly to come up to AEW, but all in all, show was not bad. Dark was pretty good and was a lot better than what we watched on Monday. So, big big props to AEW. And uh, so this Wednesday will be their go-home show before Revolution on Saturday. So expect this pay-per-view, one in March. I don't know if they'll do one in April since that'll be WrestleMania. But Mania's early earlier in the month. So I don't know. But we'll find out. 
So, yay. It's all for AEW. All right. So, let's move on to wrestling news this week. What has been going on, guys? Well, we did um, have a request. We did have a re- uh, request to speak of something. Naomi did a, uh, an interview this week. Um, yeah. Oh, what was the name of Oh, I can't remember the name of the it's, show she um, was on. It was. It's she was on, on After Buzz. Uh-huh, it's after, after Buzz. Buzz. Um, their women's wrestling show. That's uh-huh. actually where Kathy Kelly got started at. Oh, really? Did not know that. She was on there. Well, she was on there, and she got pretty open with some stuff, and uh, she was talking about, you know, uh, the issue she was having with her husband with his DUI, and really just just opened up to it, and like really just kind of a no holds bar interview, and like you could like to me, you could see she was kind of treating it like a like a therapy session where she was just like getting stuff off her chest that has been just drilling her for so long my biggest thing was the whole nxt thing where she was just like i want to go to and i want to go back to nxt for a while because y'all aren't doing anything with me here let me go back to nxt and i'm like you mean to tell me we could have had naomi versus bianca a year ago thanks booking you dicks like mm. Yeah, she did ask to go back to NXT, and she was talking about um, her hair. I I did not know that that was even a point of contention. I was just like, well, you know, maybe she just like wearing wigs. Cool, whatever. She said that they told her they wanted her to have a Naomi Campbell look, and she was just like, I don't look anything like Naomi Campbell. She like she's beautiful, she's stunning, but she's not me. So this is a perfect example of grinding to get to a level where you can pretty much do what you want. Naomi had to wait years just to be able to do herself. Mm-hmm. She had to wait to do that. So you're telling me me wearing my natural hair was a problem. Me being myself was a problem. So I had to do what they asked, truck along for years and years and years, wear my hair a specific way and all of that. And then when I got to a certain level where I earned my respect, I earned my time, then I can start changing and making myself be the character I want to portray. So when these girls are coming into WWE and they're fresh and at the time Naomi came in, there was another regime in charge too. So you had a very old school style in charge over the women's division, which didn't help, but it makes a lot of sense as to what we're looking at now in terms of the women to what we were looking at before. So it was a good interview. I really think if you're a Naomi fan, you definitely should go watch it. She did explain everything from her tenure being out, her time being out, why she was out. She gave all of the reasons why she was out. And she was saying how her schedule is she don't have time to spend with her family or to go see her family. And that that's kind of messed up. You know, they don't have 
time to do any of that. But, you know, I I will say this until the cows come home. I think allowing them time off, like what Naomi has gotten, what um, Sasha got, having time off, first of all, allows everybody to miss you being there. And number two, it allows for other superstars to gain, gain footing and traction and to be stars that they possibly wouldn't have gotten if you were there. So rotation, 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 rotation. I've said it and I'll keep saying it. Right. Um, and also, honestly, like, no, Naomi came back hot. Like, she's popping, like, she went viral. Like, she goes viral all the time with, like, people who don't watch and, like, casual people. She's getting more, she already was over with, like, the fans. She's getting more over, and the you can tell the machine, because that's what I like to call them, because they are a machine. You can tell the machine is slowly drifting mm-hmm. towards her, especially with, like, that whole... Like, that whole commercial thing that they did for her for that Funko Pop. I don't remember the last time they did that for somebody, honestly. I don't think they ever did anything like that for I don't anybody. even remember them doing that for Becky. Nope. Yeah. No, they haven't done that for anybody. They usually mm-hmm. just, like, announce it on, like, Twitter or, like, you know, they come out on SmackDown or Raw. And they'd be like, pick up the new, like, Brian Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan pop figure this Friday or next Monday at your local Walmart or some bullshit like that. They never gave anybody, like, a full-blown commercial. Mm-mm. Like, the, the two biggest trending names in WWE right now have been Bianca Belair and Naomi. Like, Naomi, what, trended for, like, a week and a half after coming back at Mania? Something yes. like that? Like, and then, like, Essence yeah. Magazine wrote that article on her and Bianca, and they included Ember. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a little strange. Not because Ember doesn't fit, but because Ember hadn't been seen on TV in a while. And I would think that they would include Sasha because she's half black. And then, um, uh, who else is in WWE? It's African American. It's not a lot. But I no. thought they would include Sasha in that article since she was there, but she didn't. She wasn't at Rumble either, so I was just I was like, huh, why didn't they have Sasha on there? But it was it was a good article in Essence magazine, and yeah, and it I really, got them a lot of pop culture. A lot, yeah, especially Bianca, which takes you back to that um focus group they did, um that one guy did on Twitter. That said, Bianca was the girl. Everybody loved Bianca's look. They liked her swag. Bianca gonna be that girl. If they don't stop her bag, she'll be that girl. I think what they're doing now is they're testing to see how she does. I think this, her match with Charlotte is a test. Not this with Rhea, because they knew that she could do that. Her and this one-on-one with Charlotte, that's going to be a test. Because I think they're starting, and especially, like, they're realizing, like, I don't, my thing is, and this is going to sound real fucked up, I don't think they were ready for a new Becky. Because this is what she could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A new Becky, a new Charlotte. Like, 
and I mean, and I'm not saying, and I mean Becky in the fact of her being a phenomenon. Right. And I don't think they're really prepared to have another one of those so soon. Not only another one of those so soon, a black woman at that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just, tr- they're like trying to map. They're like, oh shit, like we're going to, it's going to be a point where we can't say no, where it's going to be like a Daniel Bryan or like a Becky, the machine has to get behind. It's, it doesn't matter. So I think they're just kind of like, okay, we'll see how she does now. And then we're just going to go, go behind her now before we get our asses chewed out. Like they did on, they got their People were going off on Twitter on when uh, Bianca won. I mean, Bianca yeah. lost. They yeah, it were, was And I mean, like, all... Di- and when I say all different types of fans, I mean, like, any different type of fan you could think of, people were pissed. And they were yeah. like, Bianca should, like, people were heated all night. All night and all morning. They were rad. They were going. And when he had that press conference, they was not letting him live in the comments. To the fact that he literally had to address during like in the middle in the middle of the whatever whatever he does like his post takeover like questions I can't say something people's getting his ass so I okay. think they weren't prepared I don't think they were expecting to have that so soon because Becky is still Becky's still popping regardless of how we may all feel or not feel or whatever Becky is still popping so I don't think they were ready for that yet especially a woman especially a woman who looks like her and then you have Naomi who's been there forever and it's the same thing is happening and I feel like especially when you have people like Heyman and stuff and they're probably he's probably like invisible ear he's like you know what just go let's just go with it Bianca came out on TakeOver. She owned that. She owned it. Like That's what everyone was talking about. They talked about two things. They talked about Bianca, and they talked about the Dijakovic-Keith uh, Lee match. Yeah. Like TakeOver has was... been off after that match. They could have told everybody like, to go home, and everybody would have been happy. Facts. Pretty much. And, like, when I showed a picture of Bianca to my kiddo, she goes, Mommy, is that a princess? And I said, what? She goes, she looks like a princess. And I was just like, oh, my God, because it's that whole crossover effect. And I think, well, I think it was Tiff. It was like when they had a focus group and they showed a picture of Bianca, a lot of people thought she was a movie star, that she was an actress, that she was a singer, like she was doing other stuff besides being a wrestler and I'm like for the love of God pull the trigger on Bianca because you've got young fans that love her you have old fans that love her and you know don't hesitate because like right now they are so high in demand like that's when I I I mean it's just like everyone's like Bianca's a heel I don't see it she's got so much appeal to me and then it's just like she's so strong and she's so beautiful, and I'm like, y'all need to be pushing this on the forefront because, and I say this as a white girl, <laughs> we we have a we have enough white girls fighting for the spotlight. We need something else. And uh, Becky's boring me. 
because she's so protective now. Charlotte, like Charlotte, to to get her in WrestleMania and to make anything exciting, she had to go back to NXT and challenge Rhea Ripley, and you know I Bianca's like going to end up in doing that match. Now, but her going against Rhea Ripley that boosted Bianca, that boost that's going to boost Rhea. So in that case, I'm actually okay with that. Because are you? Because Charlotte you don't saying, give a fuck about Rhea. Let's be let's be completely honest. No, she don't. Yeah. It, but I'm like saying, like, let's keep it all the way straight down the line. Let's say we don't know nothing about nothing and we just watch wrestling. Having watched wrestling for the past five years, are you honestly going to say that you want to watch a match between Bailey and Charlotte again or Becky no. and Charlotte again? No. It's, and they're, and WWE, I, like I said, I think they learned their lesson from last year. They did not need to put Charlotte in that match. It was overkill, and it made it, even though the buildup to it was great, it made it daunting to watch it in the end. So they're like, oh, no, we, we, can't, we can't do that again. So having her go up against Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, first of all, that boosts NXT. WrestleMania is the, one of the, is the biggest show of the year for wrestling. That's why a lot of other promotions piggyback off of it during that week. That's why. So they can gain some of the residual. Well, if you're going to go to WrestleMania, we got a show this week. Come see it. You hear Nicole talking about it. She's going to see all that shit during WrestleMania week and going to WrestleMania. So her doing all that stuff, I don't have a problem with Charlotte wrestling Rhea or going to NXT because those girls need the looks too. They need the eyes too. And Charlotte is a big enough star to bring people back to NXT. Yes, they have steady numbers. And I don't and all the AEW fanboys talking shit. Oh, Cody's a godsend. And AEW's always doing better. Bitch, they gonna have their time too. Just like AEW, just like WWE does in Raw and SmackDown and NXT, AEW is going to calm down too. So when they do, don't say shit. Just watch the damn show. There's nothing wrong with it. And Charlotte going back to NXT is the best thing. It's better for everybody. Because sometimes you just can't have 50 big stars on one show because you don't have enough ways to, to make those storylines work. And for some reason, they don't understand how to keep people out of title contingency. You need to have them in storylines outside of the title. For the women's division, they don't know how to do that. True. Charlotte, got to be going They're for slowly... a title. Well, apparently, this is the rumor, and then we could um, start moving on to the rest of the news. Apparently, the rumor is that they are planning on six women's matches for Mania. So wait, six six women matches for Mania. Yes, mm. they're they're planning. That's the plan. So you think about it. We we know three. We know so we'll we know three already. So we'll say the Raw. So Becky versus Shayna. Mm. Um, and then we'll call the Untitled SmackDown match. Yeah, because we'll know where and that's then wherever that goes. And then you have um. And then there's gonna be a tag untitled tag team match. So that's mm. three. And then you Charlotte have Rhea. Charlotte. Char- 
Hey, thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes sometimes <laughs> anyway so make sure you guys stick with us at down for the count and we're going to continue on with our show Maria and hopefully Bianca so that's four so you can have two really good marquee matches they could do a riot squad triple threat yeah that have them, actually have cool. them do a street fight mm. Mm. I would love that I yeah. think those they need it. They need yeah, have it. the Riot Squad do a street match, have um Sonya and and Mandy. have Sonya and Mandy have a match. Yep. That's six see. matches. There you go. Boom. Um but but my point is is that I like the storytelling of Charlotte because Charlotte's good when she has a purpose. When she's floundering around, it's a mess. And she's a mess and everything's a mess. But when she has a clear vision of where she's going, she's amazing. And she has a clear vision, so she's 100 right now. And I like when she said on Raw, she said, how are you going to act like you had it so hard, but we're the ones who had to change everything? You came in after we put down the building blocks. She's right. So don't, and she's right. She's she's hundred percent right. So don't mm-hmm. come here and act like your journey was so hard. Well, we'll look at what the shit that we had to do and the people that went above us before us had to do. You have no idea. So she's going down there to teach her a lesson, and I I was like, okay, I'm, that's that's your story. All right, well, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's what I liked about that was, this, and that's what I mean. That's based. That's like paraphrasing what her promo on Monday was, and I really like that. All right. <sighs> well, Vicky Guerrero was in the news this week. Oh Jesus! Here now, we go. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired of Vicky. Here's what happened. So Vicky has a podcast for whatever reason. And Ugh, who's recently listening she, to that? Apparently a lot of people. <laughs> recently <laughs> she did a small um, commentary gig on AEW Dark. Um, I don't watch AEW Dark, so I don't know when, if it aired at all and when it's going to Ooh, air. a I, while ago. Okay. Yeah, so, that was like, was like some, two months sometime. ago. She claims that out of that reaction, that w, out of that her doing that stint, WWE has essentially cut off all communication with her, and they are barring her from using WWE talent on her podcast because of her AEW stint. Now, her reaction to this was, what did they expect me to do? They didn't contact me for two years. I wasn't working. And AEW contacted me and asked me to do it. And, of course, I was going to do it. Um, here's my thing. A lot of people are like, oh, WWE's petty for that. 
Um, they shouldn't, you know, block her from doing that. I'm like, I don't think they're blocking her from doing anything. Um, she ain't stopping the podcast. Podcast is gonna roll. She just can't interview WWE superstars. Let me make this clear. In business, you have to be cutthroat, but you also have to set boundaries. If I don't have a working relationship with AEW, and even though there's no malice towards that company, I'm not going to allow my superstars to go on every Tom, Dick, and Harry's podcast. I don't care if you're a former WWE superstar or not. It is a conflict of interest for you to allow your superstars to do that. Because if she decides to have a dual guest, they're on from AEW, and then you've got this WWE, you're going to have issues with what's being said, and it's going to be plastered everywhere. And because they don't have control of what's, you know, what how it comes out or how it's edited, it's going to come out, and then there's problems. WWE is very specific about what superstars can go, where they can go and what they can do, where they speak. That happens in any business. If you're in entertainment, you don't always go to every fucking um, promotional tour. You're not at every goddamn TV show, every podcast. You're not doing that. They pick a certain section of stuff to go to. That's just life. Furthermore... Nobody was asking Vicky. Nobody was checking for Vicky. Vicky was sitting at home twiddling her Trump thumbs and bitching about illegals for like two or three years. All right. I don't understand what the issue is. Um, Lillian Garcia has a, a podcast, perfectly working good relationship with WWE. Never had a problem with interviewing superstars. And she's interviewed past superstars and current superstars. And some of those past superstars were working for other promotions. They were not working for WWE. But WWE didn't bar her from interviewing superstars. Which leads me to believe there's more to it than you just going and talking to AEW. She... Okay. There's... How can I say this? Okay. Vicky's a dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say it. And she, God, this woman makes me so mad. And I really hope Eddie wasn't like this behind the scenes. She really, the WWE has no need for her. She needed them more than they needed her. I don't care who tries to flip the script. They gave her a job. Because she was Eddie's widow, and they didn't want her not to be not being able to su- to support her two daughters. Her contract ran out. They didn't renew it, and she went off into obscurity. And I didn't realize that she has an Instagram page that people actually follow her on, which mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what the hell. Um, and for the life of me, I just, this, anytime I hear about her, it's because she says something stupid. Yeah. And then she married somebody else. And I'm like, okay, well, does that mean you're going to drop the Guerrero last name? Nope. And, and go by this. No, you're going to go by the one that will get you bookings. 
that you know you'll sell a Very t-shirt and gender. yeah like you'll you'll you will milk this even though you you've gone on to publications saying that you know basically your husband's side of the family should go back to Mexico because I'm pretty sure the Guerreros fit under that title of immigration. I'm not well, trying to she start. Was talking, our, she said that they were there illegally. And she's like, anybody who is in this country illegally needs to go back to Mexico. It's your um, husband's family. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I, at this point, I, I've always, she just, she just, she just irritates my soul. And this right here is a perfect example of her trying to do something to gain clout. Here's where I have a problem with this whole statement. First of all, she said in one breath that they hadn't called her in two years. And then she says in the next breath that they. She was at Evolution. Thank you. That was only a year ago. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm finna finna bring it on. Hold on. She says after that. That, oh, then they blocked me from talking to WWE talent two weeks after, a few weeks after I did my AEW dark episode. And I was like, well, if they hadn't talked to you in two years, what made you think they would talk to you now? Because the way she framed it was, I called and I got no answer. And I was like, well, bitch, they hadn't talked to you in two years. Did you think it was going to change? They hadn't talked to you in two years, so there was no reason for them to talk to you now. So, and then you were at a you were at Evolution. They must have talked to you within the last two years. Um, I, I'm, 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 I don't believe this story. If they barred her from talking to talent, it's simply because one, they have a podcast uh, universe, if you like to call it that rolling out where they superstars are already interviewed from Corey's podcast to the new days podcast bliss's podcast is getting ready to start soon so they have podcasts rolling out for these superstars already plus they allow their superstars to talk to Jill, to lily and garcia so there's i'm not saying they don't need to go anywhere else but they don't need to go on vicky guerrero's podcast for sure like i wouldn't I wouldn't go on a podcast. Who wants to listen to her, though? This is what I'm... People listen to her podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, who, though? I want to know who. Yeah, who's listening to this bullshit? <laughs> I don't even know. I, she said she's interviewing superstars, but she could make her podcast about herself. You know, she could tell stories about her and Eddie... And his life. She could tell stories about him. She could make it about her life as a um, wrestler's wife. She could do that. That's different. I haven't heard no wrestlers, wrestling wives do a podcast about their lives and how things go for them and the struggle. She could talk about that. She could be interviewing Rebby Hardy. Shit. You want somebody who likes to talk? Put that bitch on there. So She says a lot. Please. <sighs> Just saying, if why do you necessarily have to interview superstars? I'm not understanding. And she's like, they're blocking me from eating. No, they not. You eat just fine. Like this, this, this is what I don't get. She was at the first women women's Royal Rumble, 
Mm-hmm. She was at Evolution. Mm-hmm. She was there. She was there when WWE was changing their regime too. When they was they was like we finna make some changes. All of a sudden, her and um, Teddy Long show up, and they talking about they want to be G- GMs and stuff. You remember? Yeah, I remember that. That was not that long ago. I just, I think it's just that she has nothing else better to do. And she's jealous because, not jealous, but like, I don't, I think maybe that she's not getting the girl, the Eddie money anymore. Cause you know, people, people, I'm just saying like, she's not getting paid by them. So you know how these, you know how people go when like, when they're in talent that weren't really wrestlers and they're just like their contracts up and WWE doesn't want to reinstate them. What do they do? They act like everything's honky dory until one little thing goes wrong. Like someone puts, you know, their gas tank runs out and all of a sudden it's Vince McMahon's fault that their gas tank ran out. You know what I'm, you you know what I mean though? It's just Mm -hmm. like, they'll come out and they'll come out of nowhere with these weird ass accusations with nothing to back it up. And it's like, they didn't need you. Yeah. They didn't need you in the first place. You got the job because they were, this is going to sound really fucked up. You got the job because they didn't want Eddie's daughters to go hungry. Let's just be a hundred percent. Let's call what a thing, a thing. Okay. They only gave her that job because what happened to Eddie came out of nowhere. No one was expecting it and they didn't want his kids to go without. So they gave their mom a job. She did her job. She did her contract. She annoyed all of us. People still like her for some reason. And, you know, she did her thing. She served her time and she went along her weary way. She got married to somebody else. Yeah, she's still, it's like Teddy Hart. She's still using the girl's last name. She's going out there. She's saying hateful shit. She's saying dumb shit. And I'm just thinking like, what would Eddie think if he heard you talking like this right now? Like, if you're going to say shit like this, you need to use your husband's name and drop the Guerrero name. Like, that, that is just a slap in the face to everything that your husband's family has done, not only for Lucha Libre wrestling, but wrestling in general, making that crossover. So for you to say such hateful, ignorant shit and still trying to make money off of your husband, your deceased husband's last name, who, when it's all said and done, when you die, we're going to remember your husband more than you. No one's going to give a shit about Vicky Guerrero. Oh, God. I'm oh, Jesus. Just, I'm just calling a thing a thing. No one's oh, going to care. God. No one's going to care. That's why you're selling your shit on ProWrestlingTees.com for cheaper than anybody else's shirt that I've seen on there. Oh, my goodness. So she needs to shut you-know-what up and just, you know, just no one cares, Vicky. No one cares about you. And that's the God-honest truth. No one cares about Vicky Guerrero. Your daughters are doing fine. One of them's married to Aiden English. The other one is doing great, too. So (laughs) what is your concern about getting that WWE money? Or is it just because you just think they owe it to you? Like Sonny did to TNA back in the day. 
when Chris, Chris Candino died. But mm. you know, which you know, the only reason WWE gave her that job is to keep her from pulling that shit. For those of you who don't know, Chris Candino was a wrestler. He was in TNA for the longest time. His partner, were they ever married? Or were they just like girlfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't remember them being married. I don't remember. No. They, well, his girlfriend was Sunny. She treated that man like crap. Let's be honest. She was sleeping behind his back and he was just letting her do it, apparently. And um, he died due to a freak accident after surgery. He got a blood clot. Um, on a plane and Sonny for the longest time went after TNA saying they owed her money that they owed her Chris's last paycheck and then she would come out saying shit like out of nowhere like all they gave me was condolences and a ham and I'm like what? <laughs> I'm sorry but that's funny <laughs> and she's just like yeah, all they gave me was a ham and I'm like I'm sitting here dumbfounded, like, they, 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 first of all, if you're going to lie, make a, have a lie that makes sense, not just stay here and be like, this company gave me a ham. Like, I'm sorry your boyfriend died, here's a, here's a pork product, you know, like, my bad. Sorry. That's so stupid. Who gives out a ham? That's what she said. But they said, honestly, she, but like, she tried to take him to court. And I think they're saying like, look, you're not his wife, you're his girlfriend. And we, he kind of, he kind of, rumor is he kind of fucked Sonny over. Like he got her back. Cause like, apparently he did this thing. Like if anything ever happened to him, none of the money that made in his name could go to her. So I'm like, dude, finally grew a pair of balls and like showed up to this girl. And we're not talking, like, bad bitch Sunny. We're talking about, like, Sunny, who, like, was drinking a lot, did a lot of coke. You could tell she was, like, this was right before she became, like, a porn star. That, that, it was that rough shape of Sunny. And homegirl's still doing porn. She had a pawn or hall of, hall of fame ring to, to pay her rent one day. But, uh. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. I, I just don't like Vicky Guerrero. Can we just give her a ham and tell her to go away? <laughs> like, the Guerreros and the Hearts need to have, like, a come-to-Jesus meeting, and they're like, okay, so these, like, problematic people who still have our last name, they need to stop using our last name. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, well, I think I got one more. And that was that, um... Matt Morgan is um, the the mayor down in Orlando. I had no idea that he was even in politics, let alone um, the mayor. I was surprised. Good for Matt Morgan. <laughs> and um, that story with Arn Anderson. You know, oh. on Twitter, I, occasionally I happen to roll across shit on Twitter. I'm looking and there's a, a a tweet on there and it says Arn is a class act for signing a bootleg for some dude who went to his house and woke him up. This fan certainly deserved a spine buster instead. 
And this guy on Facebook says, basically has a picture of Arn Anderson looking like hell Looking a mess, like he just woke up. Oh, yes. God. And it says, I got one, had double A signing. Somebody commented and said, were you at his house? And they said, dang, did you wake him up? He said, yeah. I'm not sure if he was sleeping or what, but yeah, it was at his house. I'm pretty sure he was sleeping, dude. Like, who but the fuck is- does that? It was so disrespectful. Some wrestling fans, they have no, oh they're so, some wrestling fans are so, the guy ended up deleting his Facebook because people were just going in on him. As he and should. And I saw that, and I was like, wrestling, some wrestling fans are so entitled. I was like, that's just so, just disgusting. That's such an invasion of privacy First and off, boundaries and just he- so... How did he find out where the fuck he lived at in the first place? That's what I was about to ask. Like, did he Google Arn Anderson's address? Like, that's Psycho. really, they really fucking creepy. And then they wonder why, you know, rest, like wrestlers don't want anything to do with fans. Like when they're, I told you guys about that story about Ambrose when they're like, when he was at the airport and he's like, how'd you guys know I was here? And he's like, oh, buddy of mine at the other airport told me what plane you were flying on. Like, who the fuck does that? That's so creepy. Like, what was it? The the Sammy Guevara blog or vlog that he does? It was the one when they were flying in the Alabama. He's lucky people don't be showing up where he's at. Yeah. Like, well, here's a, like, this is a prime example. Like, Sammy Guevara, one of the vlogs that he did, he shows up at the airport in Alabama and it's late. You can tell he's tired. He's trying to record and stay in character. But, like, honestly, this kid just, I tell him a kid, but he's like 27. He just looks like he's about to fall asleep. And there's two grown ass wrestling fans with their mom standing there <laughs> waiting at the gate. And the mom says, They've been waiting for you all day. I'm like, You're, wait. I would have been like, Wait, what? Like, nah, I'm I'm going, no, 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 no. Like, how the really? F- that's just, yeah. It's I'll, I'll, if I find it, I'll I'll re- I'll send the link to watch it. And that's Sammy's very weird. like, trying to, Sammy's trying to take a picture and you know be cool about it, and you know he's on his way. And I'm just, I would just be like, you guys been waiting here all freaking day with your mom and your two grown ass men. Are you for real? Like, nah. I, I would just be like automatic heel. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my way. I need to go to my hotel. I've just been on the plane for 10 hours. I'm tired. I had a match. I was at another match before this one. I need shower and I need sleep. Like, get the fuck out of my way. Like, I would not be nice to people if they were pulling that. Like, if it was a little kid, that would be one thing waiting for me at the airport. But, like, two grown-ass men, I'd be like, nah, you can come to the show. Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> I, because like okay, girl, when I lived in Tampa, wrestle a lot of wrestlers lived in Tampa. And one night I was, one, I was had a really early morning flight with my band. I was going over to London, and here comes Bill Goldberg just walking through the airport, and he looks pissed off. And this dude is huge in like real life, and all my friends are just like, "Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go." I'm like. 
it's like five o'clock in the morning and that dude already looks pissed. I'm not messing with Bill Goldberg this fucking early because he could probably kill me if I asked him the wrong thing. But it's just like, who, who fucking does that? He's, they're lucky Arn didn't have a gun shoot their asses or, you know, call the cops I or whatever. I'd shoot i call the cops <laughs> and then i shoot Like, who fucking does that? Like, I saw that on Twitter, and I was just like, were you hoping to get clout? Like, you wanted Senpai to notice you? Because if I was Arn Anderson, I would have, like, my grandkids or whatever set me up an Instagram profile. And, like, try to go find the guy and just drag him. Like, you showed up to my house. You creeped me out. You didn't leave till I threatened to call the cops. What the hell is wrong with you? It's 5 a.m. on a Saturday. Like, let the old man sleep Because <laughs> he looked pissed in those pictures. Oh, you know, who fuck? Ugh, that's just so fucking creepy. Oh, uh, All right. It's like, I don't know. Wrestling fans need to get a fucking life, dude. They really fucking do. Anything else in the news? Well, Let's Nikki see. Bella and Brie Bella are in the Hall of Fame. Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> okay. Because I have been needing to get this off my chest for like a damn week. The only All thing right. I'll say about this is, is I, I'm very confused as to why they had to go to SmackDown and have a whole segment on SmackDown to announce that they are going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, when I've never seen that happen with any superstar, not even, like, Ric Flair. I don't remember that happening with him. But, I like, most of the guys just get video packages. Even the guy, like, Bruno San Martino didn't get that. And I believe he was alive when he got inducted. So I was very confused as to why they did all of this. And then... Twitter erupted into just absolute turmoil. And then not to mention, after all the shit we've been through for the last couple of days, I got a couple of DMs like, I bet you're mad now that the Bellas are in the Hall of Fame. I was like, no, congratulations to them. I knew eventually they would get in there. Didn't think it would be that early, but they got in, so good for them. Message was left on red. See? Mm. I have no ill will towards those women. So I don't understand why people are so hard up about it. I do believe that it was a little early for them to be inducted. I understand it, but I prefer, I I don't, I don't feel no about it. I don't feel like, oh, they shouldn't be there. And I don't feel like I should be, I I just don't have any feelings about it at all. I'm very numb to it. Someone set a a timer for five minutes for me, because I'm about to go off. (laughs) Oh, shit. And I gotta be, I gotta be quiet, because I will wake up my kid and my mom, who's spending the night tonight. So, so last week, first of all, I want to say hi, hate listeners. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so last week, I made a comment about the Bellas and their moms. 
And if you think this is my apology, um, you've come to the wrong damn show because I stand by what I said. And so you guys, all the little Bella Army stands out there, um, flooded because Tiff posted a sound clip on her personal ah. Instagram page, which I'm still trying to figure out how y'all found because not, none of y'all were following us. Well, I figured it out. There was one of them did follow me, and then they sent it to their friend, and that's how it happened. But they unfollowed after I posted the clip because they were upset. They were upset. They didn't understand or like the clip. They felt like I purposely posted the, the, the hatefulness of their, and I'm just like, I posted what I thought was funny. I thought this was funny. I just think it's funny that that episode we talked about Dolph Ziggler's hair. We called Mandy Rose a glitter thought. Uh, we you. have we have came for multiple superstars WWE, AEW, MLW, AEW, and we we equal opportunity shit talkers. Unless you are paying my bills, I will not kiss your ass. I don't care who the fuck you are. You could be Samoa Joe could walk into my house right now with a pair of Louis Vuittons and, you know, money to pay off the rest of my mortgage and, you know, marry and say, marry me on the spot. And guess what? I'd be like, all right, but I'm still not kissing your ass. Thank you for the money for paying off my mortgage and thank you for the (laughs) shoes, but whatever. Um, I do it. Just ain't got no videotape. I do it. So, um, I just need to get this off my chest. So all the little Bella Army stands decide to flood my inbox this week. And I got the typical messages of you're a hater. You suck. You wish you look like Nikki and Brie. Um, no, honestly, I don't because I don't want to be riddled with silicone and plastic by the time I'm in my forties. No, um, no, no, no. You know, this is just my MJ. This is my MJF heel moment, so I'm just gonna let it go. Um, and then, you know, I. And then, if if you guys are gonna threaten somebody, um, make sure your spelling is correct and your punctuation is in check too. Because um, I got so many run-on sentences and words I don't know if y'all are out of elementary school yet to be typing this. So um, do your damn homework. And I think the uh, cream of the crop here was, of course, little asshole deleted his Instagram because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was a burner account. I got a message that said, I hope you get raped for what you said about the Bellas and their mom. And, you know, I understand a lot of people don't like me right now. And y'all are probably hate listening for the next thing that I'm going to call Nikki and Bree and their mom. Well, I just want to tell you this. The fact that your fans, your, your own fans, and I'm not saying every Bella fan is like this, okay? I've actually met some decent ones out of this. If y'all are sitting there sending messages to people saying, I hope you get raped because I had an opinion about your precious little Bella twins, which when I see that, I think of Gollum from Lord of the Rings holding the ring, my precious, my precious, you know, (laughs) know, I see that shit. 
And if y'all try to send it to me to scare me or make me cry or hurt my feelings, calling me a bitch, calling me a skank, calling me a slut, calling me a cunt, y'all need to try a little bit harder. And then for everyone's like, oh, she blocked me. She blocked. Yeah, because I need you to go do your homework and learn how to spell and learn how, you know, basic sentence structure. And then you can come back and threaten me. How about that? Okay. And I really, I knew it was coming. I just think it's a slap in the face to women like China who who deserve their spot, who have more than, they have been looked over so much. And she does, and they're like, well, she got put in with the ex. China deserves to be put in on her own. We, everyone knows this. She, in her short career, she did more than the Bellas did in their 11 years. She was the one who broke down glass ceilings. She was the one that broke gender barriers. She was in, she was way before we could even dream of a women's Royal Rumble. She was in the men's Royal Rumble twice, number 30 and one, and then like number 25 and the other one. She was wrestling dudes. She was wrestling chicks. She was, she did it all. And the fact that you're giving her hard work to women who didn't even care for what women like her try to do in sports and wrestling, that's a damn shame. And to be honest, I'm more upset than China not getting into the Hall of Fame this year than anything these Bella Army people sent me all week. Hmm. Well, um... That's, that's I'm going to play devil's advocate because that's what I do. Okay, so first of all, I don't, I don't really give a shit about the Hall of Fame. I, I don't, I don't think I ever have. To be completely honest, because I think it's just as a cock of, I think it's full of shit. Honestly, it really is. The people that they have in there, like the fucking president of the United States, is in there. Yep. Fucking Kid Rock, um, yep. Drew My Carey, um, yeah. you have um, fucking no offense to Tamina, we love Tamina, but her dad, mm-hmm. her dad, mm-hmm. you have the clone father. That's another murderer that's in there. Yep. What he um, do? You, he you have killed... plenty of people. He killed um, Brewster, uh, Bruiser Brody. Uh, Bruiser Brody. Yeah, he, he was him. like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, by the way. He, he didn't kill him per se, but he knows who did. He knows he who did. He was there when it happened. He helped cover um, it up. You have a duel of the butcher in there. Yep. You Man, have, he's an asshole. Fuck a And and the, my thing is, it's like it's not like it's the end um, NBA Hall of Fame where people are very prestigious. That they don't like, they don't just put people in the NBA Hall of Fame. No. You have to, you have to earn it. And yeah. WWE Hall of Fame, it's like if you kind of contribute something, you you'll go in there. The Bellas are gonna go in there regardless. They're go, they were gonna go in there, and yep. like that's they were gonna go in there. And no offense, they do deserve to go in there because they did a lot mainstream wise. 
And to be completely honest, if it wasn't for Total Divas, I don't even know if I would be watching WWE again. I started watching Total. I started watching WWE again because I like I I was like clicking through E and I was like, oh, this is what these bitches. I was like, oh, this is like cool. Like they have a women. Like I was like, oh, they're showing like the women in WWE, and then I started. I was like, well, let me start watching, and then I start watching again, and then this is when NXT started to um, gain some traction, and then I ma- I was mainly watching NXT, but I still kept with NF because of Total Divas. They were not good wrestlers. They know that. We know that. Everybody fucking knows that. Everyone in the world knows that. But they were good workers, and they were able to do what needed to be done to get the people, to get people over. They knew their time was done. They knew. So they were the bridge that was the dying defeat. They were the bridge for Natty and Naomi to walk across and for us to have the women's division that we have now. They were the last of the divas. Like I always like I always say that that's where the Divas era died with the Bella Twins because they knew we can't they knew they couldn't keep up with the girls that they have now and they've said it themselves and they realize mm-hmm. okay my t- our time is done let's just do whatever the hell they do with their wines and all their bullshit they're doing and Birdie B and all that and they're just doing that. I don't necessarily, I'm not like a huge fan of them, but I don't, like, I don't hate them, to be completely honest, and because if we're going to give the Bella Twins that energy, we got to get Sable that energy. Sable fucked a lot of girls over. I get Sable that energy anyway, so. I got, never like, if we're going to be completely honest, there's the reason that we have those dumb bra and panty matches for years and had all those was because of Sable, because she didn't want to work regular matches. She didn't want nobody to pin her. She She didn't didn't want to like, yeah, she didn't want to take bumps. So that, so my, my, and this is me again, me playing devil's advocate. If we want to go there, we got to give Sable that same energy. We got to give Sunny that same fucking energy. We got to give Moolah the same energy. And my opinion, they weren't, Yes, they did do some shady shit, but you have to think about it. In that time, in that locker room, they're still in that old school mentality. You have to do some fuck shit to get ahead because a lot of those men's do that. Look at Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. Shawn Michaels did some fucked up shit, but again, that's what I'm saying. I, that's that's the shit. issue I have because I feel like it's a double standard because I was like, there's a lot of men who are a lot of people's favorites, and they've done ten times worse things than the Bellas did to okay. multiple people. So True. that's what I'm, I'm just like, you got, we got to keep that same energy with the people, and that's what I was saying. I was like, don't nobody say shit about Sable. Sable fucked tons of girls over, her including one of my favorite. Huh, and she, her, she ain't ever going to get in the Hall of Fame because she sued WWE, but that's a whole nother yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, but, and she screwed too. a lot of people over. One of them was is one of my favorites is Jacqueline. She was fucking Jacqueline over for a while. Mm-hmm. 
So, and that's my thing. So that's my thing is it's like, I, I don't get, I'm not upset by them. Cause I feel all a, because the hall of fame doesn't mean anything to me. doesn't mean anything. I don't think it's prestigious. It hasn't been, never, hasn't been for years and it continue. It won't continue to be, it was going to happen. Do I think it's too soon? Yes. It's probably a little too soon, but whatever. I mean, content for the show. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen sometime soon. And it's like, I don't, I understand what they did. I do understand, and I don't hate them for it because, Again, like I said, we got to keep that same energy with a lot of people. A lot of people did way worse things than they did, did horrible things. And I also don't like the conversation of everyone was like, well, AJ Lee, blah, blah, blah. AJ Lee was a little bitch, too. Yeah. It was hard to work with. And I don't want AJ Lee in the Hall of Fame either, to be I honest. I don't want with her you. in the Hall of Fame either. And I hate that promo that she did because. That is such an eternally misogynistic promo. I hated that promo. And I've hated and as, as it's aged, I've hated it more and more because it was just disgusting. That is one that where she one? was talking about all the girls on Total Divas. Yes. She was, okay, yeah, I remember that. I was like, well, I, I didn't, I, to be honest with you, I never had an issue with the Bellas going on Total Divas and doing the, the um, reality show. That was never my problem. I just didn't like watching them on TV every single week. And then it was... Oh, that's perfectly understandable. It was never anything different. It was for a whole fucking year. And it was like, come on, it's got to be somebody back here. We used to say give Divas a chance. We didn't mean just the fucking Bellas. Yeah. Like, we wanted to see everybody. to that point, that's when we had Paige coming up. That's when we had Charlotte come up. That's when we had Sasha come up. That's when we had Becky come up. That was later. That was later. The Bellas were well, there. And that's they, when they the were realizing they got to go. Yeah. That's when they realized. It was during that stint when Paige came. They was like, look, the world is changing. The landscape is changing. We got to change. And we need to usher them out. They gave them a proper send off. Fine. But while the time we're talking about from the time Nikki started really gaining traction, from the time Bree started gaining traction, it was piggybacking off of Daniel Bryan's Yes movement. And then they just moved in and just tick, 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 tick. They just start going. After that, you didn't get no Alicia Fox. Natalia wasn't doing shit. No, Naomi didn't get shit. Naomi turned heel and she got she had a, a better loss record. She was losing more matches as a heel than she was as a face. And it was just constant. It was constant. And I'm just like, come on. Come on. You had Naomi. You had her. Why didn't you make her champion? I had Natalia, oh, honestly, in my opinion. That was the best Natalia was in the ring, but they wasted her during those years. They wasted her. Mm-hmm. And they had they and had that's my opinion. Too. It just it was just it wasn't it wasn't that I just hated them, but look at how they were moved in how they were pushed. That's what I'm talking about. Because I don't know But again, you can't completely... Shit. We can say shit about her, their mom fucking um, old what's-his-nuts and all that. <laughs> but if we gotta keep that same energy, well, look at John Cena. John Cena's ass was on everything and everything. Same with Roman at that time. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm 
this is this is just my because I don't have any dog in this fight. This is just my playing devil's advocate and kind of showing, okay, like we want to give them this energy, but we gotta give we gotta give this to way more people. And I'm not a huge John Cena fan. I think mm-hmm. I like I appreciate John Cena for what he did. I don't mm-hmm. like him though. And I I'll like be the John first person is I don't like John Cena, but I appreciate what he's done for the business and what he did. For WWE. What he's added, yeah, what he's yeah. done for WWE, and I appreciate. Because everybody I don't like left. Him, the time yeah, that stepped- John took over, everybody was gone, and it was he him, Randy up. Edge. It was him, Randy Edge, and a few other guys, and they had to make do with what they had. So it's not like I don't take nothing from what she's saying about. Um, them making John Cena be the guy because that's how you got to this point where John Cena's being booed a lot and being cheered a lot. That's how you got that split crowd because he was overpushed. Mm-hmm. They did not it's take fun. time to start building their other superstars. They focused on John as a whole because he was Big John. They tried to do the same thing with Roman, but it backfired very very quickly and you just can't the fans saw what they were doing they're like okay so they're gonna take this one guy that's what i'm saying i don't i don't have i don't have selective rage when it comes to them my thing with the bellas is i don't enjoy their their brand of wrestling i don't yeah and that's fine they were there they were there to serve a purpose that's how i feel about them everybody was a brick. A brick that need to get laid. That sounded terrible. Everyone, <laughs> everyone Not when you're talking about the Bellas. And y'all know I, and I and I hate and I'm the first person I hate I hated that and I don't and I stopped watching because of that. And it wasn't even necessarily them. I didn't like that whole era. I'm the first person to say I hated that era. That's why I stopped watching and that's why I was watching TNA. I was concentrating more on different independent promotions and this is when I actually watched New Japan full time this is when I start picking up on stardom and um paying attention to like Rise and all that shit and that's about the same time I stopped watching WWE too to be honest yeah. with you yeah, I just so, I, could, it, I couldn't take it anymore I needed a break yeah and that's the same thing like I'm not going to take anything away from them because they had to be have that shitty wrestling to get what we have now so do i do i like it do i think they're good no i think they're not good i under and i'm also under the impression that brie should have been pushed more because she could have been way better in the ring than nikki was yeah Um, true but she they didn't get behind her enough and they didn't coach her enough but I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. I just want, all I want is, I want to be able to, yeah, we say some fucked up shit. I'm not going to lie. And I thought it was funny. I've said worse about other people. And I keep saying this over and over again. From my page, personally, I have called Baron Corbin the solution that lubricates a condom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've, I've called Bobby Lashley everything from 
13-year-old man-child to literally the equivalent to a turd, which is Mr. Hanky. Mm-hmm. And I get nothing. Nope. I've called Becky Lynch crotch fire. That literally is the equivalent of saying some a burning crotch. Someone's crotch <laughs> is burning, and that's what I call Becky Lynch. And I got nothing but that's hilarious. You're hilarious. I said that the Bella Twins was some prima donna bitches. <laughs> and my inbox got flooded with you're just a hater. I never understand the logic. So I'm allowed to speak about other people in disparaging ways. But I'm not allowed to speak about certain people in disparaging ways. Oh, no. That is why I, I that's why I said you have selective outrage. I'm not gonna out the person who decided to try to chastise me in my inbox for posting the clip on our podcast. But the person was just like, you can't expect the people to not get mad when you post this. These women have been depressed. They've spoken about being depressed and you're contributing to their depression. I honestly don't think Nikki and Bree care about what podcasts say about them. Honestly, I, I, I really doubt they even show up. Um, but but honestly but that if we're gonna go also that road that's war with the fans and not necessarily nikki and brie themselves thank you and i'm not blaming them this is off of them because they don't control their fan base that's the point they don't control their fan base so this has nothing to do with them i can't nikki and brie are not a part of this but they are the fan base they are the ones who the fans worship my problem the is, loosely. They, they are so, and then the whole episode was not even about their fan base, but because I posted that clip, that's where the end, the end and they go, oh, only two people inbox you, and here you go posting this shit in your, in your stories. First of all, like you can read my inbox, you're in my inbox, you can see how many messages I've gotten in my inbox, bruh. I get messages on the daily. Mm-hmm. And I got at least 10 about this clip that I posted. And at the time, only one of them followed me. The rest of them came from the word of mouth that they spread. Like they spread the viruses going through each other when shit goes awry. And I, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I posted clips where I've said some fucked up shit before. Ain't nobody has said anything. You posted clips where you said fucked up shit. You posted clips where Nicole says fucked up shit. You posted clips where I said fucked up shit. We get nothing. The one time that you put a sound clip of me saying what I said, and I will still stand by it, all of a sudden it's like nuclear freaking Armageddon. And it's just, I mean, I was. And And then you got the audacity to grab pictures and posting your stories, calling people ugly. And this is Hi, exactly. This no, is you're exactly, listening. Hi, Jesse. This is exactly what we were talking about. This right here. So I'm not saying. That and also, the thing is, it's like, do you think Nikki and Brie would think that's okay? No. 
that's what I'm they, saying. So they, I don't understand when people like they like they would be so like this. They would disgusted. honestly probably be disgusted. Because I look, I'm not. <sighs> All right. I just this, it really. I mean, I know they were trying to like get me to to take back what I said, and I'm not saying because I'll say it once, I'll say it again. This is one third my show. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say on it. Tiff can say whatever the fuck she wants to say on it, and Nicole can say whatever the fuck she says on it. I do we say each whatever own. I want to say. Yeah. You do. <laughs> and that's why I love. It. But this is our show. You don't like it. You don't have to listen to it. And I know y'all hate listening right now because you're waiting to hear me say something else. And it's really sad. Because everyone who I've talked to, they're like, you talk about building women up. Yes, we do. But apparently you guys don't go back and listen because, yes, we built it up. But it's our fucking show. We can say what we want to say. And if I want to say, yeah, I like this about so If I like Becky, but I think her booking has sucked in the last six months, I'm afraid I can say that. If I want to call someone a hoe, guess what? We call – who do we call? We call Mandy Rose worse. We have called <laughs> person when I have called Nikki Bree and their mom, and you know, I just I just think it's funny, and uh, you know, trying to trying to post my picture in your stories and, and tagging her. me, calling me ugly, like bitch, where, like and where you can't say, oh well, you're not supporting women's wrestling. Let me explain something to you. Everybody does not like all of the same superstars. However, that does not mean that we don't support women's wrestling. That is like saying because I don't care for Roderick Strong that I don't support men's wrestling. That's absolutely ridiculous. Just because... If you got hate mail just for saying that, like, you don't support one man, and then all of a sudden you're against all male wrestling... It like, only happens with Roger women. Strong. Someone they need to take him to improv class because honestly, he's <laughs> way too good for the. No, I'm serious. It's starting to. He's he's honestly. Him and Cole. And I go back and forth. Him and Cole are the same level, and sometimes Roderick is a little bit better, but he is so bad on the mic. Uh, it's it's cringeworthy. But you know, like, you know who's real cringe. You know who's actually getting better. Speaking of Adam, Britt is actually getting a lot better on the mic. No, she ain't. She no, she is. She's a little bit. She she still has some growing pain. She'll get there eventually. I, I give her a year, but she's she's finding her own voice, which is this Shazam. Is, I feel like I'm on fucking crack. The '70s <laughs> man is insane. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, it's like, what we all is come this? on. What is Sorry, this thing? is on topic. So, none of you guys have the DC app. Oh, my God, this is so fucking cracked out. Do any of you guys have the DC app? No. No. So, DC app has, like, like everything. Like, it has, like, the Harley Quinn show and shit. And it has, like, all the Batman movies. And it also has, like, live action stuff. I never knew this existed, and I clicked on the Shazam TV show in the 70s, and it is a mess. Oh, I'm yeah. getting a close I've clip s- of it. Wow. I've seen it. It's I never like knew this existed. I didn't even know it was a damn show. These people That's are on crazy. acid. 
I'm not even paying attention, paying attention, but I just look in a graph. It's just like, a, it's like, God, what drugs were they on? Also, I want to know. <laughs> what we're trying to say is that, I mean, we're three individuals. Okay, we all have our likes. We like our guys. We have people we don't like. We have the people we do like. Sometimes we like the same person. Sometimes we don't. When we just give each other shit for it, at the end of the day, we're not like acting like fools about it. You know, we're not, not, if like Tiff disagrees with me on something, I'm not taking one of her pictures and putting it in my story and then tagging her in it, calling her ugly. Because that's where you make your first mistake. Honestly, I will, I will say I have said some very questionable shit. <laughs> I then, said very questionable shit like 20 minutes ago. At facts. Least. She did. Facts. And like, it's the thing I... is, no, you're not going to agree with everything that is said, but act like a respectable human being. Do not come to my DMs to check me about being a for women thinking and worrying about depression because everybody, everybody, especially those guys in the locker room, those women in the locker room, they suffer from depression too. So if you're going to give me, you're going to give me and Alexis and Nicole any shit for saying what we say about your faith, then you need to keep the same energy about everybody fucking else. Because Uh I have said worse. I have said worse about other people. I literally said that Charlotte's titties look like motherfucking soccer balls. And they look hard. Uh I didn't get nothing. People laughed. That was funny. That's funny. But because Alexis... (laughs) Alexis said the Bellatrix mama was a hoe. Y'all mad. Is she a hoe? If she, if she a hoe, then Uh-oh. the truth is the light. And if she ain't no hoe, then what you mad for? Like you, <laughs> you have no reason to be mad. No, number one, so, that ain't your mama. That ain't your mama. Number two, y'all don't know her. Y'all ain't never met that woman. Ain't never seen her. So miss me with the bullshit. I'm not going on their page and tagging them and calling them names and attacking them because I don't care enough to do that. Nope. And it's not my bag, which means y'all go out your way to go into somebody else's DMs to tear them down about something that they've said or posted, which is absolutely ridiculous. I don't go on your pages and do that because I could give two fucks about what you posted. Now, if you come on my page because of something I posted or something that's on the down for the count page, then yeah, I'm going to respond because what you're saying is some bullshit. Which happens Um, 90% of the time. And I'm just going to, I'm going to add this too. Um, Tiff is not my mom. She (laughs) is not my sister. We are not blood related. If you go on my friend's page and you tell her, not me, my friend and my co-host that I that she needs to tell me what to say. Ooh, child, you don't know me very well, do you? Like, my, own, my, my mom, my own mom, don't tell me what to say. Okay, she hasn't done that since I was 18 years old. Okay, I only go to her when I get into trouble that I can't get myself out of. So you do not go to my co-host page. You don't go to my friend's page and tell her that she needs to tell me what to say on my show. Cause we ain't gonna do that. 
if anything, it's going to make me go in harder on you. <laughs> so, you know, if y'all don't like us, you don't have to listen. Like, we don't care. We're not going to cry. We're not going to beg for for listeners. So Furthermore, yeah. What I what I want to say is this, and then we can move on. I might have a flop podcast, but you listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think all I think all of this is fucking hilarious. Everybody you get to grip and go it. to work. You listen to it, so uh, it might not be, it must not be much of a flop, because I was talking about your girls and you got mad. So the only thing I'm gonna tell you is step your pussy up, ho. If you mad, scratch your ass and get glad. And we just gonna move on from there. How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll let you get back to the podcast. ladies and gents that's all we got ain't got no more so make sure you guys follow us on instagram and twitter if you have any questions about the show anything you want us to talk about specifically whether it be old wrestling new wrestling present day wrestling promotions certain wrestlers anything or any topic you want us to discuss make sure you send us a voice message on anchor or you can hit us up on twitter or instagram One thing I want to say before I shut this thing down is not everybody's going to agree with your opinion. And we're all three very opinionated women. We love wrestling. And that's why we do this podcast, because of our love for wrestling. And at the end of the day, we support women's wrestling. We support all forms of wrestling. We just want to see the best forms of wrestling. So, with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and we'll see you guys in our next one.